0: Hello and welcome back to the Masche and Martinis podcast. I am your host, Colin. Do you want to ask me a question and have me answer it on a future podcast? You can leave it in the form of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. At the end of the re- uh, wow, at the end of the review, toss your name on it so I know who I'm talking to. If you want, that is. And I sometimes do record episodes a week or two in advance. So if you leave a review, it may take a couple episodes before it gets included. But don't fret; I will get there. Um, you can also email me, and I will read it in a future podcast as well, assuming it's appropriate for said thing. But you can uh, you can do that uh, as far as any questions, comments, random facts, cuss words, whatever. And uh, I can have that in a future episode. I'd love to hear it, and I'd love to hear from you. That's mashandmartinis at gmail.com. Pretty simple. Um, you can uh, also visit me on uh, com slash Martinis. Uh, that is a new-ish website I have. I haven't really done much uh, with it since I did create it, but it does update automatically um, anytime I do update this podcast. So you can get uh, alerts on there. Uh, you can also contact me via messages or voicemails on there, see show notes, uh, and read about the latest podcast. Um, so today's random fact, well, first of all, before I jump in today's little random fact, um is uh this is gonna be a little late i'm gonna get it out uh today i'm literally recording this on sunday morning the day it is coming out uh i tried to get to it on like thursday and got busy doing other things tried to get to it on friday got busy doing other things saturday same thing it was it was just a rough week and honestly it's been like a pretty rough month uh as far as just like work stuff goes and uh it's uh it's been a challenge um, but I'm gonna keep this uh keep it going. It's just gonna be a little late on a Sunday, so uh it's about nine fifty currently, so hopefully I can have this up by like eleven, twelve o'clock. I'll probably just schedule it for noon and we'll uh, we'll just call it a day. Uh we'll we'll go with that. Alright, so today's random fact is uh is Tony Paco's. So uh most people in the, the mash universe are pretty familiar with Tony Paco's Hungarian hot dogs, uh in Toledo, Ohio got a chance about six or seven years ago um i was uh I, I don't live that far from toledo maybe uh maybe two hours or so from toledo um but uh i had I was up there for work and uh I was like well I'll, you know i'm I'm in toledo i I have to go to 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 tony Paco's and and i the hotel I was staying in actually overlooked the the mud hens, which I think I've talked about before but um And I'm pretty sure I've talked about eating at at, uh, Tony Paco's before, but just to go in a little bit further depth, um, it it was just okay, but uh, I was there for a work trip, right? So I had my company credit card, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, free dinner, and I can be Tony Paco's. No, they took cash only. I don't know if that has changed, that they only take cash, but... At the time, as of like six or seven years ago, it was it was cash only, and I was really frustrated. So I had stopped at, like an ATM outside and, and just got cash. But I think they had one like right there. So, um, but yeah, I had to I had to get cash, and you know, so it didn't count uh, for like a work meal. So it was kind of a kind of a bummer. Uh, not gonna lie, but uh, at my local Kroger, which um, is just a a, a grocery store. Uh, they do have, like, Tony Paco's, like, pickles and peppers and stuff. And uh, I get those all the time. Those are actually really good. So they're, they're like, a hint of spice, but they're not too bad. <clears throat> so today's, uh, today's episode, we're doing uh, Season 1, Episode 14, Love Story. Uh, the uh, Love Story was written by Lawrence Marks and directed by Earl Bellamy. Uh, original air date was January 7th, 1973, um, after they took a, like, week-long holiday break. Um, actually I guess two week long, uh, a two week long, uh, holiday break. So the quick plot radar receives a dear John recording. Um, and from his fiance, Linda Sue, which, you know, I don't want to dig too much in that. There's obviously some, some season one mistakes, but, uh, he did have a fiance back at home, Linda Sue. And so he is very distraught. He cannot eat or sleep and makes a hash of the seven seventh requisitions and reports Henry, Hawkeye, and Trapper are so concerned they put Radar through a physical. They quickly learn Radar has a 1A body and a 4F brain. (laughs) When Pretty Lieutenant Louisa Anderson visits the 4077th, Radar is smitten. Hawkeye helps Louise unpack and learn about her uh, literary and musical tastes. Hawkeye describes her as a highbrow, and the guys together with Father Mulcahy help Radar brush up on Bach, Tolstoy, and Italian classic poets. But not everyone is happy about the mixed enlisted officer room and excuse me enlisted and officer romance in the offing. A very nasty Margaret threatens to call General Clayton if Henry does not break them up. Hawkeye wonders how Hot Lips would feel if her own romance with Frank was threatened. The hapless ferret face is like chloroform in the hands of the masters. <laughs> like can the guys actually force Hot Lips to say uncle uh i I had to come back uh it's been a little while since i've had to to borrow from a la lawyer on imdb uh but this one was so uh so well done and i loved the uh faces like chloroform in the hands of the masters uh was such a a good little um callback um to uh to the pilot so the full bananas crackers and nuts of this episode Uh, This episode opens in the mess tent where Radar has lost his usual enormous appetite that he he has in the early seasons where he's just constantly eating, and he's not eating. Hawkeye and Trapper report this to Henry, who reveals that Radar has been in a very bad mood recently, sitting on top of a file cabinet in the fetal position, which I would have loved to have seen, um, and uh, not completing reports for headquarters, which, you know, obviously Radar is pretty dang good at. So when Houlihan complains that she was sent ordinary cotton thread instead of surgical silk, they finally conclude that there is something wrong with Radar. He has never before messed up a requisition. So they give Radar a physical exam, which reveals that he is completely healthy physically. So the problem has to be in his mind. Frank immediately uh, uh, assumes that he is faking the symptoms and that he should be assigned extra duty. But when Hawkeye and Trapper apply the appropriate pressure on radar, he hands over a recording, which turns out to be a Dear John letter, or recording in this case, which uh, includes the sounds of his crush, Linda Sue, um, or in in this case, I guess, Beyonce, Linda Sue, making out with her new engagement, Elroy Fimple. Which, again, like, can we talk about that name, Elroy Fimple? Like, dude just sounds like a winner, right? (laughs) Anyway, Hawkeye and Trapper attempt to find another partner for Radar, but the nurses refuse to participate. They either don't like Radar or are busy with another date. And Radar is just about to give up when a new nurse is transferred to the 4077, who he immediately becomes infatuated with. Now, I, I was reading about this episode, and and uh, there's a few different websites. I like to jump around um, when I kind of like research things, or things that I may have missed, or just random facts about the episodes. And uh, somebody had brought up that literally in the previous episode, Edwina, that the nurses kind of go on like a hiatus if they don't, if, if somebody doesn't date Edwina. Now, here we are, literally the next episode, and it's flipped, and no nurse cares about it. So, it, it, I don't know, it just, it just felt like kind of, you know, yeah, you know the, the shoe on the other foot uh, doesn't feel so good, but uh, the nurses didn't care. It was kind of depressing. All right, so Hawkeye does some recon and finds out that the replacement nurse, Lieutenant Louise Anderson, is interested in classical literature and music and not so interested in Hawkeye. They drop this fact to Radar and train him up on faking intellectual pursuits so he would immediately appeal to the new nurse and to respond with phrases like, uh, fan favorite, ah, Bach. (laughs) And... (laughs) it's so good i love i love like that the tie-in at the end with this anyway uh so hawkeye and trapper managed to get radar into a discussion in the mess tent with with nurse anderson where he throws every single stock phrase he is given and he scrapes through only just and he manages to get her interested so she offers to lend him her record collection for example Unfortunately, Frank and Margaret see it and do not approve of the love affair between the enlisted and an officer, and bring this up to Henry. When Houlihan threatens to send a complaint to General Clayton, Hawkeye plots to break up her romance with Frank. So sometime later, Henry gives a lecture about the management of cardi- <laughs> cardiogenic shock in the mess tent. Raider tells Margaret uh, just you know, another Frank or excuse me, another Henry uh, lecture, which is always classic. Raider tells Margaret she is needed in post op. Hawkeye sneaks in and sets her in place and gets fondled by Frank. That night, when Frank is preparing for a date with Hot Lips, Hawkeye replaces his aftershave with chloroform so that he passes out and cannot attend, which is very dangerous, by the way. I don't think any doctor would actually do this. Uh, the next night, Radar again tells Margaret she is needed in post-op, and just as Frank is due to meet her in her tent, so that Frank finds Hawkeye and Trapper in her bed instead. When Hot Lips finally asks in anger why she is subjected to th- to this plot, she finally agrees to stop pestering Henry and pressing to end Radar's relationship with Nurse Anderson. But things don't work out for Radar. He can't keep up with Louisa's conversation topics and falls asleep listening to her over a meal in the mess tent. Hawkeye and Trapper come over to wake him up and he instinctively blurts out, together now, Ah, Bach. <laughs> so, such, uh, such a... Such a uh... I don't know. There's there's probably like three or four like really good like classic lines in here, and uh, pretty much every time I hear somebody mention Bach, I I always do the Ah Bach, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. But I guess I just don't run uh, run into that many Mash fans. So uh, let's go to the uh, the radars report, shall we? So the title uh, Love Story is taken from the movie Love Story, which was released the same year as the Mash movie in 1970. Number two um so this is fun i almost saved this i was gonna like use the first part of this fact for this episode and then save the rest and i'll probably revisit this a little bit when like the signpost pops back up but the the signpost shows tokyo twice on the top and at the bottom in this episode this occurs in the scene where pierce is just coming out of surgery after a marathon meatball surgery session the names of places would increase later and the place names would change as time passes by there were three such signposts made during the shooting of the series. The second one was destroyed in the fire on the sets during the final season, which we all know. And then the third signpost used for the series finale was donated to the Smithsonian Museum and is currently at the History- National Museum of American History. Um, I think it's bounced a couple times around in Washington, D.C. Because um, I'm pretty sure like, I saw it in the Smithsonian Um but I don't know how long it's been in, like, the, nation, uh, the National Museum of American History. I, I don't know that fact. Uh, number three, when the new nurses arrive by Jeep, Major Houlihan walks up and salutes them, and they return her salute. However, she outranks them so they would actually salute her first. A major would never salute a subordinate uh, except to return their salute. Um, or if, a uh, little, like, military uh, fact, if they have a Congressional Medal of Honor, I believe... Uh, you can salute the person uh, that's below you in rank if they have a uh, a Medal of Honor. Um, number four, uh, Raiders competition for Linda Sue is Elroy Fimple. The actor who plays Sergeant Sparky Pryor is Dennis Fimple. So I am assuming the name was taken from him, uh, but either I, I don't have any confirmation that it was. But the last name Fimple is pretty rare, so I'm going to assume so. Uh, Number five, the only Dear John recording in the entire series, all other Dear Johns have been letters. Uh, Number six, when Hawkeye and Trapper are listening to Radar's Dear John recording, Radar's fiance, Linda Sue, addresses him specifically as Radar. However, MASH Cannon established that Radar acquired his nickname for his ability to hear incoming choppers before anyone else which of course means that he was tagged with the nickname Radar after his arrival in Korea. So Linda Sue would have known him only by his given nickname of Walter, excuse me, given name of Walter, which makes her calling him Radar nonsensical. Now, that doesn't mean that he wouldn't have written her like, oh, they call me Radar over here, and she didn't, like, she also just kind of adapted that, which is possible, but odds are she would probably just call him Walter because that's what she's always known him as. Number seven, as with many installments, this one has no real conclusion. Radar's love interest, Lieutenant Anderson, is never seen again. Uh, Number eight, Lieutenant Anderson was played by Kelly Jean Peters, and this was her only episode of M.A.S.H., as we just kind of stated. Number nine, Kelly Jean Peters was born on July 2nd, 1940, in Columbus, Ohio, which is kind of my hometown area. Uh, number 10, she starred in one of two pilot episodes for All in the Family in 1971-1968, uh, along with Tim McIntyre to portray Richard and Gloria in 1968. Another pilot episode was shot a year later with different actors in the parts, but neither set of actors were hired when the series premiered in, actually, 1971. So they tried to film in 1968 Filmed it again with another set of actors, and then finally took off in 1971. So, um, but she was one of the originals. Uh, Of course, never got picked up. Number 11. She was married. uh, She also married Tim McIntyre from uh, that all in the family uh, to portray Richard and Gloria. Um, She did marry Tim McIntyre, but eventually got divorced. I think they had one child together. Uh, And then, so like I was kind of digging into. Uh, Tim McIntyre a little little bit. There's not a ton on him, but uh, Tim McIntyre's father was also an actor. I found out, and his name was none other than John McIntyre. <laughs> so I I just found that interesting that uh, that uh, Kelly Jean Peters would come on to a show uh, with an actor who's portraying the role of John McIntyre. And her father-in-law also happens to be John McIntyre. So it's just, it's just interesting to me. Uh, number 13, direct, the director for Love Story, Earl Bellamy, directed two episodes of M.A.S.H., this one, and Seas Fire. Uh, and finally, number 14, Earl Bellamy directed over 1,600 episodes of TV series, uh, including directing episodes of uh, MASH, re- M.A.S.H., actor regulars of Get Smart, Trapper John, M.D., I Spy, and The Andy Griffith Show. Which I feel like I repeat these shows over and over and over every time we have a guest star on on Mash. All right, so my glasses of martinis uh, for uh, Love Story. Uh, it's it's better than the the reverse version, uh, Edwina. Uh, so I'm gonna go with like a seven point one glasses of martinis. So seven full glasses and just a sip on on number eight uh some some classic lines in this episode you know the the ah box and um but i'm just not a huge fan of the actress that actually plays anderson and and obviously there are some errors throughout this episode that don't really fit the rest of the series not a deal breaker um since it's season one and usually let those things slip because they don't know what's going to happen right um but still uh not an amazing episode but it's it's decent uh so yeah 7.1 all right join me next uh, excuse me, join me, like getting uh you know a, a frog caught in my throat there. Um, so again, anyway, join me next week for one of my favorites, Tuttle. I'll be seeing you.